hey guys welcome to another edition on money lessons and today we're going to be talking about why you should have an investing strategy so it's very important that as an investor before you set out to invest in before you set out to start buying stocks or buying cryptocurrencies or buying real estate or buying um, fixed bonds fixed um, savings bonds and what, what have you 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 sit down and strategize on how you want to be spending money on investing going forward now this is important because it's going to guide you when there's so much noise in the market maybe some people are trying to feed you some information that are not verifiable and then you are not in a difficult situation maybe emotionally wanting to either sell or FOMO to buy you know the investing strategy is going to limit you from taking any spontaneous decision right so there are some factors that are necessary to consider um, while framing up an um, investment strategy number one is your age you know i usually say that for people that are in their 20s it is important that they take risk now, while you're in your 20s, you're most likely going to be in your parents' house or with a guardian or with a relative, you know. So you're not bothered about the roof over your head, you're not bothered about um, water, you're not bothered about um, electricity. You just wake up in the morning and you can do whatever you want to do. So if you have the liberty of that and you have money for investing, you could take on higher risk so for people that are under 25 i encourage them to start investing now in bitcoin start investing now in ethereum start investing now in stocks in etfs you know in real estate start investing now because even if you're fortunate in buying the wrong assets today right in the next five years when you are now in your late 20s or early 30s you would have increased you know um this your sources of income or probably get a better job or a big business that would be paying you more money than what you you could have lost you know in those investments so the importance of this is investing early so that you learn early so the kind of risk that a person under 20 or under 25 is going to take is not the same thing with somebody that is above 30. so this is why before you decide on the kind of strategy you follow or you choose, you need to look at this factor, that you're not a young person, there are some investments they are going to make and to send you back to your village. You know, or it will send you out of your house and you have to start going to beg your friends to squat with them because you will be unable to pay your house rent or be unable to do some certain things with um with money that you could have had but because you invested all of it in high risk instruments and you end up being in the financial um difficulty now your goals your okay before your goals there's another one that is highly important your social status so sometimes i i it amazes me when i see people that are married behaving like people that are single you know, there was a time when MMM was a thing in Nigeria. And it's funny that a lot of married people, you know, people that had family were investing heavily in this stuff. You know, either they were using their children's school fees or the money they wanted to use to set up their 
spouse, business, and what have you. You know, some kind of dangerous risk that people take. You should not, as a, as a married person, think of it. Because if that thing goes south, you're not the only one that's going to suffer for it. Your wife would bear the impact. Your children will bear the impact. And, you know, even other people that are living with you or the other guy, they'll feel the heat of your... Um, foolish investment mistake or even if the mistake was a smart one that just did not go right everybody's going to feel the impact but if you are single you know you are responsible for only yourself if you lose one million today in an investment opportunity you'll be the only one that would bear that pain and the truth is that as a single person you can recover quickly without anybody even knowing that you made such amount of losses so before you take on any investing strategy or before you frame up your invest strategy, it is necessary that you sit down and analyze this risk of investing heavily as a married person or as a family person. The kind of risk that your married friends will be taking is not the kind of risk that you should be taking. Your married friend will be talking about investing in um, Wakanda Inu, CKT, and some other shit coins. You should not even pay attention to that kind of person because that person can lose all of this money and nobody's going to feel the heat. But whilst you, if you lose all of this money, your wife is going to be unhappy about it. So even aside being unhappy, some of the goals that you had, maybe some of the um, aspirations that you had with money, you guys will not be able to meet it. Now, another factor to consider is your goals. Now, it is necessary for everybody to have a goal. Um, scripture says, write the vision on the table so that he that reads it will run with it. Very important that you write your goals and make it clear. Do you want to go for study in the next two to five years? Write it down clearly. Do you want to get married in another two years? Write it down clearly. Do you want to um, send your children to university in another two years? Write it down clearly. This would help you determine the amount of money to invest part-time. And this will also tell you the kind of money that you should not involve in high-risk instruments because you know that in another two years, I'll need this money to send my child to school or I'll need this money for my own personal education. Maybe I want to go for master's. You know, and so on. Now, I need this money for marriage. You know, somebody was telling me that he could have gotten married um, some uh, maybe earlier in the year. I think that was, yeah, earlier in the year, but he lost all the money in, in Forex. And it was so bad that the disappointment led to the break in the relationship. So this is happens every other day. People making careless financial decisions because they are not sat down to evaluate their financial goals. So this is very important that you determine when you will need the money before you invest that money. You know, someone was asking me recently, um, what do I think about Solana that invested, you know, a good sum of money. I think about, um, okay, he invested a good sum of money and I told him that, do you need, what my, my response was that, do you, how soon do you need this money? He said, well, it doesn't need money. I said, okay, fine. As long as you don't need the money, 
leave it there it's already in um you're already in loss maybe about 60 percent down already so if you sell today you're going to lose about 60 percent of your money so the best strategy which i always tell people that once when you are investing in high risk assets like crypto and stocks you should think long term long term is three to five years so it's not something that you just want to jump in and jump out immediately. Well, sometimes it might go according to your plan. You know, it might, it might just happen that in two, three months, you could make some profit and you decide to sell. Yes, I've sold some of my Bitcoin in the early part of 2022, the ones that I bought late 2020. You know, I've, you know there's always a window to sell as long as you're selling at a profit. But you should never plan your goals um, your financial goals especially your short-term financial goals with bitcoin or with stocks if you know that in two years time you need that money to set up maybe a business you should not invest that money in bitcoin you should not invest that money in crypto or only if you would go ahead to invest that money you should not invest all of it in such risky assets now Another important factor to consider before you frame up your investing strategy is your income. A low-income earner and a mid-income earner and a high-income earner cannot and should not have the same investing strategy. You know, a high-income earner can afford to take higher risk because, for example, the salary is 500000 every month. You can decide to invest 200,000 in Bitcoin every month and he still has 300,000 to play with. So even if he, at the end of the day, loses the, the, the money, he can afford to wait over a long period of time. Unlike somebody that earns 200,000 and is investing 40,000. You know, 40,000 is a lot of money to somebody that earns 100,000. So our capacity is different. Our earning power is different. Our purchasing power is different. So as our investing strategy should be different. Don't go and look at your friend that is buying one BNB. Your friend tells you, oh, I bought one BNB. You don't know how much your friend earns, but you become excited and you also want to go and buy one BNB. Now, this is what happened earlier and late last year, this Wakanda fiasco. I always love to talk about because it's a good learning point. Some people jumped into cryptocurrency by first buying Wakanda. And they were excited about it because there was this um, euphoria of a bull on Bitcoin going to $100,000, you know. So some people did not care to ask their friends how much of their income or how much of their savings are they spending on these assets. They just tell them, oh, I, I have $100,000 worth of um, Wakanda. Day two, they go ahead and spend um, hundred thousand on it, not knowing that maybe this person that spent hundred thousand Wakanda is using five percent of his savings or five percent of his investment portfolio. Why you are using ninety percent? When Wakanda goes down, you start complaining, but you see that your friend is not complaining, and that's what happened. See people complaining on Facebook earlier, um, half year, um, earlier in the year. A lot of people complaining. Some people lost too, and some people not complain. Even the people that they they're dragging that say okay, that the founder, the one that bought the the Wakanda stuff to Nigeria and all of that. They too lost, but it won't be as much as those people that have invested a huge part of their investment portfolio in such shitcoin. So, it is very important that you select your 
investing strategy based on your income. For low-income earners, your risk appetite, especially if you are married, your risk appetite should be lower than somebody that has a higher income. Now, talking about risk appetite, another factor to consider is your risk tolerance. Risk tolerance is not the same for everybody. A lot of people claim that they can manage risks or they can endure taking risks that will lead to catastrophe or um, bad um, investment decisions in the future. They say no risks, no reward, right? But sometimes when this um, doomsday come, you know, they start feeling depressed, you know, start feeling worried about why should they have invested in, in such an opportunity and, and what have you. You know, this is where a lot of people make mistakes. I remember MBA and the likes when MBA came, you know, some of my colleagues and friends were asking me about it. I told them, in fact, in the first year of MBA, I had already done quick research, I think it was around 2018, no, 2019. I told them that clearly that this is a Ponzi scheme, you know. But some people did not listen because to them, no risks, no reward. Now, whilst you are excited about that opportunity, you should sit down and ask yourself these questions. I always say these questions are very important. Number one, how soon do I need this money I'm investing? If you are able to answer that question honestly, then it will determine how much of your income or how much of the money you have saved so far to invest in that opportunity. Because if it's money that you need in six months' time or money you need in one year time, you should not be taking a whole, um, you should not be taking a huge lot of that money to invest in such a risky opportunity. Now, another question to ask is, how much can I afford to lose out of these investments? How much? This is why some people, when Bitcoin drops 10% below their buying points, they can sell because they already sat down to agree with themselves that if Bitcoin falls by 10% or 20%, they can sell and cut the losses. So you need to evaluate with yourself, how much can I afford to lose? Now, another question to ask yourself and which you have to answer honestly, how would I feel when I see that my investment is going down in value? How would I feel? A lot of people get lost in buying the top, the euphoria of buying Bitcoin at 40,000 because it's going to get to 100,000, but they do not consider their emotions when it is going to fall to 20,000. A lot of people make bad decisions with investing because they lack the ability to manage their emotions. And so for every beginner, always encourage because you think that you have a strong mind. It's not until you see that the Bitcoin that you bought with $1,000 is now $200. You know, you could just find yourself selling at a loss because you think that Bitcoin is dead. You know, many times people call Bitcoin is dead. You know, Bitcoin is a scam until it now returns back to its all-time high. I won't create a new all-time high. So you need to ask yourself this question. I need to answer honestly. Even people that end up investing in Ponzi schemes, you know, they do not ask themselves these questions. And that's why they always wail up and down, crying here and there. You know, even some people that invested in some, um, in some, in some investment opportunities that were legit at first, but just went south. For example, you know, agro partnership, you know, legit investment opportunity that's the, the, that was not just managed properly. And today, 
they're not able to pay out their investors. Early those times, you know, I think the the earliest, the latest time I I invested was I think twenty twenty or yeah, about twenty twenty. That was my last um, window for investment. Early twenty twenty, and I was investing very sparingly. I used to invest maybe like two units, and I had some of my friends investing five units, seven units, eight units. You know, at that time I was telling them about the risks that was associated with this, although it was not clearly stated, but I, I made it clear to them that an opportunity like this that returns 35% in several months is high risk. If it was that easy, they would not need your money. You would just go to the bank and get the loan and do it. But because it's risky, bank is not going to give them that kind of money to play with. And so many people didn't understand what I was saying at that time. I still the same with some people today. If you tell them 10% in a year, they say it's too small. But they, they rather do... 40% in six months. And whilst doing that, they invest all of their money, not imagining what the consequence would be when that money is lost. So you need to sit down and evaluate these things. For me, I remember in 2018, I've told this story before. You know, I invested 500000 in um, an agro um, scheme, you know, crowdfunding scheme similar to agro partnership. This was early 2018. You know, that was about all of the money I had saved, about 60 to 70% of my savings. And, you know, when people asked me, or when my friends, close friends asked me then, I, I told them that it was a 50-50 chance. You know, so I already had in my mind that it was a 50-50 opportunity. And so when things didn't go the way it went, I didn't feel bad, although I'd have loved to have that money, but I didn't feel as bad as some people would feel, you know, so I, it was very easy for me to write it off because I already knew that this was a high-risk investment I was doing because that 500000 was to return $1.2 in a year. as extreme. That's over 100%. You know, so that opportunity taught me that any investment opportunity that exceeds more than 10% in a year is high-risk. And this is what a lot of people do not care to see. When they tell them that the investment is guaranteed, they go wild. You know, when Leeds Assurance was used to, to campaign for farm crowd, the agro partnership and the likes, people did not care to know how agro partnership was managing the risk. All they knew is that it was guaranteed. And today we can see that's not guaranteed. So we should be careful to know what our risk tolerance is. For some people, they can afford to lose one million because they have made five million before. You cannot follow the person that is investing at such threshold for you that never lost one million before. The first time you lose one million, you could even be hospitalized. Here is not taken. So let's manage our expectations. Your investing strategy can never be the same with your friend, with your brother, and your sisters. Right. So what are these investing strategies? There are various investing strategies. Number one is value investing. So value investing is a way of buying assets while they are very low or while you, you, the market thinks they are undervalued. For example, Bitcoin is undervalued, selling at um, 18,000 or 19,000 now. So people are expecting that in another two to three years, it's going to get up to 60 or 100,000 or, or more. So. There are some other stocks, you know, in the U.S. Um, markets that are undervalued. So if, when you want to buy such stocks that the market thinks are undervalued because tomorrow they are going to go in value, that is what is called value investing. There's another one called dividend investing. 
This is investing in stocks or ETFs that pay dividend. For example, Microsoft, Apple, um, Waste Management, Home Depot, and so on. They all pay dividend. Bitcoin doesn't pay any dividend. Now, there's one another one they call momentum investing. Momentum investing is like, for example, GameStop of last year, when the price was going up, a lot of people started buying at that pace because they were expecting the price to go higher. The same thing with Tesla. When Tesla was going up, some people start buying more because it's going higher. So when you buy a stock because the price is climbing up and you expect it to go higher, that is what is called momentum investing. And there's another one called passive investing. This is simple. You don't even care about what the market is saying. You just buy anytime you have money. If, um, if it's Apple that you love, anytime you receive an income and you are able to separate some amount to invest, you just buy. You don't care whether the, the price is going to go up tomorrow or go down tomorrow. But because you have faith in that company that it will be there for the long term, you just keep buying. Active investing is what a lot of people, and it's not recommended for a lot of people, especially people that are engaged in that their salary job or have businesses to operate you won't have time to do this active investing involves a lot you have to do a lot of research read a lot of financial reports you know before you can now decide on the kind of company to buy or even sell you know and so on there's contrarian investing contrarian investing this is why why buffet strategy you know, when first strategy is, it says that be greedy when others are fearful and be fearful when others are greedy. So this is the best time to buy according to Warren Buffett. When people are selling off, when people are panicking, when people are scared that the world is going to come to an end, the world will not come to an end. This is the time to buy. Bitcoin will not die now. This is the time to buy. So this is Warren Buffett strategy and it works a lot for some people. You know, they always keep money. They, do, they always load money down for when um, the stocks crashes or the and crypto crash and them um, and so on so that they can buy at very cheap prices now another one is timing the market this is one of the worst strategies some people make profit out of it but most people lose most investors that time if 90 percent of investors that time the markets end up losing so do not follow this strategy if except you are a day, day trader this strategy involves in predicting the 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 way the market would move that you buy low, yeah, you say high, whether within a day or within a week or within a month. Another strategy is to buy and hold. This is one of the best strategies, investing long term. And then um, this way you are not bothered about what the market is doing because you know that in next three to five years, even if the price falls down within one, two, three years, it's going to get back up. So for you, it is long term. You know, patience is a virtue in this case. So you just keep buying because your your interest is not in withdrawing today or in the next five or ten years the other one is diversification this is very important very far one of the most important strategies when it comes to investing it is necessary that you have a portfolio that is diversified from low risks to high risks to medium risks and so on for some people they do not they do not diversify enough and that is why when um, crypto crashes or their Ponzi scheme fails, they run into a financial difficulty because they have overinvested in one particular asset class or they have overinvested in one instrument. So as a smart investor, you should never have all of your money in one asset class. In, for example, in crypto alone or in stock alone 
or in um, in bonds alone because bonds will lead would um, yield very low interest. So over time, you would want to maximize um, the opportunity of investing in high-risk instruments so that you can get more gains. So this is very important. Never put all your eggs in one basket. You know, in 2021, I got some of my friends that were laughing at me that was investing in stocks because Bitcoin was going ballistic at that point in time. But today now, some of them are regretting because even though the stock market is down, the crypto market is, is performing worse than it is. Right. So it is very important that you diversify, even if you do not want to yield to any strategy when it comes to investing, ensure that you have a diversified portfolio. If you must invest in cryptocurrency, ensure that you are investing in Bitcoin, um, Ethereum, Binance, then you can have maybe 40% of your portfolio invested in other shitcoins, right? So another is dollar cost averaging. This is a very, very key strategy for long-term investors. Investors that are willing to wait for the long term. Now, what does this mean? This means investing in lots at different times. So for example, you have, you earn a thousand dollars every month and you now say okay i want to dedicate five hundred dollars for investing the following months what you can do is to spread it week by week instead of investing five hundred dollars at once you can see in week one i will invest maybe hundred dollar and out of this hundred dollar i will put twenty dollar in stocks twenty dollar in crypto twenty dollar in um, etfs and so on for example week two comes again you apply the same um, method. So this would provide an opportunity for you of buying your favorite stocks or favorite crypto at different prices. Say, for example, you buy Amazon at $100 and the following week it now drops to $80 and the upper week it comes up to $90. So at the time you're buying at different prices, you will now average the cost of buying. This will save you the cost of investing lump sum. Never invest lump sum of money except this land you are buying. Okay, so this is where we're going to stop for today. Thanks for listening. Keep on investing. Catch you another time.